Hey CEO, I have an important question for you today. Are you running your business or is your business running you? If it's time to get your business in order so you can fully step into your role as a confident, in-control CEO, then I want to invite you to this advanced training series that I'm hosting live on May 20th through May 24th. We're calling it the 90 Day CEO Sustainable Success Series. And over these four days, we're gonna break down our research-backed, client-proven process to help you sustainably scale your business without hustling, without overworking, and without burnout. If you've been winging it in your business, hoping that you'll eventually get caught up and telling everyone in your life that when things calm down, you'll be a real functioning human again, this series is especially for you so that you can reclaim your life as you scale up your business. All you have to do is head over to theceocollective.com slash success and sign up. We can't wait to see you there. Hey there, welcome to Uncomplicate Your Business, a weekly podcast where I share how you can keep things simple and strategic to design a successful business and life on your terms. Today, we're talking about why more hustle isn't the answer to creating a business and life you truly love. Check it out. Hey there, Rachel Cook here, business growth strategist for women entrepreneurs. And on today's episode, I want to talk about a topic that has really been pushing my buttons for quite a while now. You know, there's a strong entrepreneurial culture of hustling 24-7, as if we can just work ourselves nonstop. And the truth is, I really think this is setting up so many entrepreneurs on the fast track to burnout. And when I look at the statistics that 80% of new businesses shut down within the first few years, I really feel like I have some strong support on this one. So here's the challenge and the issue that I really have with this hustle mentality. You know, first of all, we don't all have 12 to 18 hours a day to work. We just don't. For so many of us, there are other things that require our time and our attention. So the idea that you could work 12 to 18 hours a day, like some sort of machine, is just not realistic. So maybe you are working full time and you're building your business on the side, which means you've already got 40 hours a week working. And then maybe 15 or 20 hours a week in the evenings and on the weekends that you're trying to get your business up and going. Maybe, like me, you have a family that needs your attention. I have small children who are in school, which means when I'm not working on my business, I'm making sure the kids have everything they need. I'm picking them up from school. I'm taking them to their activities. I'm trying to spend quality time with each of them. We're trying to do things as a family. And I also have on the other side of that, I'm in that sandwich generation where I've got aging parents and a disabled mother that sometimes means that I have to go down and help out with them. Maybe I need to go stay with my mom for a few days so my dad can go on a business trip. Maybe I need to take her to a doctor's appointment. There are so many women who are in that situation where you're trying to care for your children and your parents. Or maybe you simply don't have the energy anymore to work 
18 hour days. When I first got into the consulting world, those 18 hour days were the norm. That was kind of what was expected. But in my early 20s, it was possible. It's kind of like in your early 20s, I feel like you can run on zero sleep and still get so much accomplished. But over a decade later, that is not the way it is anymore. I simply don't have that kind of energy. And in all honesty, I don't want to work 18 hours a day. I want to have time for a beautifully full life. I want to have time for my marriage and my relationships and my friends. I want to have time for my family. I want to have time to invest in my health, which could be as simple as, you know, home cooked meals and making sure I can move my body on a regular basis. I want to have time to sit down with a great book. I want to have time to go on vacation. So this hustle mentality, it's not serving most of us. But the biggest issue I have with the hustle culture is that when you're taking in the all the advice from the people who are saying you just have to hustle harder, you just have to work harder, then you're taking in their mindset that you should do all the things, which is not actually that helpful when you have a smaller capacity, when you have those 10 or 15 or 20 hours a week available towards your business. When you're focused on doing all the things, it means you're doing a lot of strategies out there that might not be that impactful. It turns into a lot of busy work. And if you've been following me and listening to me for a while on this podcast, you know that I am a fan of finding the strategies that make the biggest impact with the least amount of effort. And what really started to shift this for me was when I started to realize that an entrepreneur running a million dollar a year business has the exact same number of hours a day as an entrepreneur running a $100,000 a year business. So time is the same here. We have the same amount of time. We have the same container of time. It's about how we use that time. It's about the strategies we are choosing to focus on in our business. And when you want to grow your business, there comes a point where you simply can't work harder and get a 10 times return on your investment of your time and energy unless you start thinking differently. More hustle, it isn't the answer to your business growth problems. It isn't the answer to creating a predictably profitable business. Thinking about how you can work smarter is the key. So if you're ready to grow a predictably profitable business and you want to have time for what matters most to you, if you want to have time for a life, for your family, for your friends, for your loved ones, for your hobbies, for your own health and well-being, for anything else that matters to you, then you really have to learn how to do less and how to do better. You have to embrace working smarter. So I want to talk about some key things that can help you grow your business when you have limited time and energy. Now, like I said, It's not to do all the things. 
you need to really be careful about who you listen to, about the so-called experts and gurus out there, the ones especially who are not modeling what you want. If they are talking about hustling 24-7 and they're not making time for the same types of things that you want in your life, they're probably not a good role model for you because you're going to be then attempting to squeeze 100 hours worth of work into a 20-hour-a-week bucket or whatever your time capacity is here. So you really need to narrow in to the things and the lessons from people who are modeling what you actually want. And here's what I've learned looking at my own mentors that have made such a huge impact for me. First things first, doing less better has meant focusing in on one core signature offering. One core signature offering, whether that's a product, a program, a service, So a big mistake I see for a lot of entrepreneurs is that they create one amazing offering, they announce it, they promote it, they enroll it, they work with clients for a few rounds, and then they start to get itchy feet. They start to think, hmm, I have another idea, I want to create something else. And so they put that offer on the shelf, and they go out there and they start from scratch. They start all over again to create a new offering. And sometimes it's because they're looking at those entrepreneurs out there who are preaching at the altar of hustle, and those people have a whole suite of offers. They have tons of products and programs and services that they're offering. But the reality is, if you can really laser focus in on one core signature offering, then you are building an asset that you can leverage and get better results, not only for your clients as you get better at delivering that offering, but you can get better results for your business. So I'm proof of this because my Sweet Spot Strategy program, I have been running since the summer of 2011. That means at the time I'm recording this, I've been running this program for over six years. And we've had hundreds of students go through it and we continue to help them see incredible results. Because I'm focused on doubling down on what works, on doubling down on my signature offering, I've been able to make the program even better. I've been able to take people's insight and take their feedback and see what is working for them and make the entire system better for them, which in turn gets better results. And I'm always amazed at how many people I've been able to help. And then I think, you know, for my, my mentors, the people that I really respect, they often have offerings that have been out there for decades, and they've been able to reach thousands of people. So there's still so much room for me to grow with Sweet Spot Strategy. There's so many more people I could serve with this single program. And when you focus like this, when you focus on a signature offering and you're really developing it and nurturing it, what you're growing is an asset. You're growing something that now that you have that asset in place, a product, program, or service, you have the systems and structure to deliver the offering, instead of spending all your time and energy both creating and delivering, as well as attempting to market that offering, you're really simplifying your energy. 
So you spend the majority of your time up front creating and delivering, but once you simplify that and, and put it into a system, then you can spend the majority of your time and energy out there getting it in front of more people. You can spend more time and energy reaching more people instead of just simply on the delivery part. It's such a smart way to approach your business. Develop the asset and then focus on leveraging the asset as much as possible. The other thing that I look at when I'm helping people to learn how to work smarter, not harder, is the marketing side of things. You know, this is where I see a lot of people spinning their wheels because they're trying to do so much. This is where a lot of the shiny objects are, in all honesty. And if you are in this entrepreneur space, you're probably being bombarded with the latest marketing tips, tricks, and tactics nonstop. When I first started my business, it was just the latest social media platforms coming on. I remember when everybody got excited about Facebook, and then they got excited about Instagram. And then recently it was Periscope, and then Facebook Live. And I'm sure there will be something else. But if you're trying to chase after the latest tip, trick, or tactic, you never get a chance to actually design a marketing strategy that will consistently fill your products, programs, and services. So something I teach inside a sweet spot strategy that I hope will help you out is what I call the three by three marketing strategy. And this is part of a five part marketing system that I teach inside of sweet spot strategy. So it's really, really simple. Attract, engage, nurture. These are the key parts of your marketing. So the first three parts here, attract, engage, nurture, it's what we all need to be thinking about on a regular basis, as in every single week, every single month, you need to be doing something to attract, engage, and nurture so that people are coming into your business and hearing about how you work. So let's break down each of these. Attract is the marketing you need to do to bring new people into your business, people who have not heard of you. This is the first time that they're getting to know you and your message. You want to have a clear attract strategy that you are putting your time and energy behind. So it could be guest posting. It could be search engine optimization. It could be advertising. For me, I love doing podcast interviews. So when I sit down to map out my three by three marketing strategy every quarter, That's usually the strategy I focus on is podcast interviews. It's one that I absolutely love to do. It's my favorite thing to do. And I know that it gets the results we're looking for. And by putting all of my attract marketing energy behind that, we see a bigger return on my time and energy investment. So I set a goal there. Every month, my goal is to book and record at least two to four podcast interviews on other people's podcasts. So my goal is to get in front of other people's audiences and share my message and then attract them, hopefully over here to the Uncomplicate Your Business podcast or to my website at rachelcook.com. So we set goals for that and we implement on that every single month. The next part of the three by three marketing strategy is engage. This is all about how am I getting those people who have just heard about me through my attract marketing strategy, and how am I getting them to actually enter my world so that I can continue the conversation, so that I can continue nurturing them. 
Now for my business and probably a lot of yours as well, engage means they are opting in, they are subscribing to your email list so they can continue to hear from you. And often this looks like they're opting in for some sort of free training or free resource guide or free PDF. In my business right now, we are always running masterclasses. So I have an amazing masterclass that we are getting ready to launch. It might be out by the time you're hearing this. That's all about how to design your predictably profitable business. And this is where I send people anytime I'm on an interview, anytime I'm on my podcast, I'm sending all people in the same direction. You'll see all of my calls to actions are focused on getting people to engage with that free training, the most recent masterclass. And the final piece of my three-part marketing strategy is nurture. So what am I doing to actually nurture people, build the relationship with those who have already joined my community, who are already on my email list, are already following me on social media? Well, I like to keep this really simple and strategic, as you can tell. And for the most part, it is the combination of the Uncomplicate Your Business podcast and the newsletter that shares the podcast each and every week. And I have to say at this point, because I'm more than 10 years into my business, I do layer things on each of these parts of the three-part marketing strategy. So this is something I really want to drive home for you especially if you are in the first couple years of your business, you're just getting started, you're just starting to build those systems and figure out what really works for you, is to start simple and get fancy later. You really only need that three by three. You only need one attract strategy, one engage strategy, and one nurture strategy to get started. And you can layer as you build out the systems and have more capacity. So these days, if you're following me, especially like on social media, you'll notice that my nurture strategy is a little bit more robust. So I have my newsletter that goes out. I have a podcast that goes out. I also do Facebook lives and I'm on Instagram stories. Those are not things I would be focused on if I didn't have the system in place, the structure in place, the support in place to help me with the foundational piece of my nurture strategy, which is actually my newsletter. Once you have each piece of the puzzle set up, okay, you have a signature offering and you have a simple marketing strategy that three by three, you have the foundation for what you really need in order to start growing your business. Even if you only have 10 or 15 or 20 hours a week. And as you grow your business, you can layer things, you can, you know, experiment with new things but you really just need those foundational pieces. And I find that when you have the basics down, you have the simple strategies down, you don't have to work harder because you're focused on the exact strategies that get the biggest impact for the least amount of your time and energy. So once you have these two pieces, you have a simple marketing strategy, your three by three, that allows you to attract, engage, and nurture, and you have your core signature offering, you really have the two foundational pieces that will allow you to grow your business by working smarter, not harder. 
So as you start thinking about this, the final thing I want to leave you with is to start simple and get fancy later. You should not add any complication to a three by three marketing strategy until you have the systems in place, until you have the structure in place and you've gotten consistent with it. So you don't have to do all the things. You don't have to be um, sending out your newsletter and writing a blog post and doing a podcast and doing a Facebook Live and being all over social media, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That is way too much stuff. That is the hustle mentality. And people are struggling because they're trying to do way too much without having this core system in place, this system that simplifies everything and makes sure that you have really a path for people to follow towards working with you. So as you put this system in place, as you get your structures in place, as you get support going behind the scenes, then you can start adding more layers to your marketing strategy. So if you happen to watch what I do, and you're looking at me as a model, I will tell you that the foundation for my nurture marketing strategy is actually my newsletter. If I stopped doing a podcast, if I never wrote another blog post, people would still be connected to me, I would still be nurturing them through my newsletter, it shows up every single week and has for years and years and years. And that's the key, getting that foundational piece consistent and getting the systems that you need in order to make sure you can consistently deliver it. Then you can layer on. So for me, that layering on looked like adding in a podcast because podcasting is actually easier for me than writing long blog posts. I can do it more efficiently. I enjoy it way more. So I focus in on doing a podcast. And you might also notice that I've been doing more Facebook Lives recently. Well, that's because we have a system in place for the rest of my nurture content. So the podcast episode you're listening to right now, I recorded it several months ago. And because I have these systems in place, it means I freed up my time and my energy. I freed up my bandwidth so that I can do other things that are maybe a little bit um, not as essential so like Facebook Lives or playing around on Instagram. But it it's something that I can do now only because we have the systems in place, the structure in place, the team that can help me out. If I did not have that, I would not be wasting time on multiple platforms. I would be only on one, the one that was getting the biggest result for the least amount of effort. So think about that for your three by three marketing strategy. Think about What helps you get the greatest result for the least amount of effort? For me, it's my attract strategy is podcasts because it is a better investment on my personal time and energy. I feel like it comes easier to me, more naturally to me than writing guest posts. For my engaged strategy, it's masterclasses. I know I'm a great teacher and that's where I feel like I really shine. And on my nurture strategy, it's the foundation is my podcast and newsletter. Those pieces are what really help me to get the most out of every single hour I invest in my business. Well, I hope this inspires you. And if you're someone that has limited time and energy, you don't have 80 to 100 hours a week. And even if honestly you did have that 80 to 100 hours a week, you would prefer to be smart 
about the time and energy you're investing in your business. You want to focus on what moves your business forward and actually have time for a life. Then I hope this inspires you to really start thinking about how you can work smarter, not harder, how you can focus on the things that get a 10x return on your time, a 10x return on your energy so that you can create a life, not just a living. So if you're ready to start working smarter, not harder, I hope this really encourages you to start looking at how you're spending your time and energy. Are you focused on the activities, the strategies that get a 10x return on your time and energy? Do you have a signature offering in place that you now are able to leverage and not have to recreate the wheel all the time? And do you have a three by three marketing and strategy in place that ensures that you're consistently finding new potential people that you can serve with that signature offering? Make sure you head over to the show notes at rachelcook.com slash episode 61 for any of those action steps. Thanks again for being here. I can't wait to connect with you again for next week's episode of the Uncomplicate Your Business podcast. Talk soon. If you're loving the Uncomplicate Your Business podcast, it would mean so much if you would rate and review the podcast on iTunes. When you do, it helps me to reach and serve more amazing entrepreneurs like yourself who are ready to work less and live more. You can learn more about how you can uncomplicate your business, including show notes and bonus resources just for podcast listeners, plus courses and consulting where I help women business owners create success on their terms at rachelcook.com. Thanks again for being here. I can't wait to connect with you again for next week's episode of Uncomplicate Your Business. Talk soon.